welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is June the 19th, and I'm with Scott for a Words of Grace podcast. Good afternoon, Justin. Good. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, I got back from vacation this weekend. and Yeah. Rolled in on Saturday and was at church on Sunday. And that explains why some of our listeners missed the podcast. That's right. I was well, everybody that. missed it, but yeah. some really noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Those that listened noticed. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't have one last week, but we're back here for yeah. another podcast. And we were back in First Peter chapter 5. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's start off there. Let's start off with a little bit of an overview uh, from the sermon on Sunday. Yeah. So in this podcast... We, uh, what do we do? We clarify, amplify, amplify and, apply. and apply. The Sunday clarify, Sermon at Grace apply. Community Church. Yeah. Yep. So where are we by way of clarity? Yeah. Uh, we're in the book of First Peter. It's a letter. And uh, we've gotten through the entire letter. We're coming to the very last section. Yeah. Um, and Peter has talked, as he said at the end, it's all about the grace of God. Mm-hmm. It's the, he, he's exhorting, uh, he's instructing, he's encouraging in the grace, in the true grace of God. And so we start in the very beginning. We've been born again to a living hope. Uh, our sins are washed away. Uh, Jesus Christ is Lord. He's ransomed us with his blood. He's made us his people in the world. We're to be sojourners in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're to live honorably in the world. And so he's just marching us through what it means to be in the grace of God and to live by that grace. So we come to, to chapter 5. He's focusing a lot on the congregation, and so it started where we did two weeks ago, which was on the elders of the congregation, instructing them to give oversight, to shepherd well. And then Sunday's text, yesterday's text, he addresses everybody. He says, all of you, and he's talking about humility, and he's talking about how we are to live in the congregation, in, in the Christian community, mm. um, in, with, a, with the, the quality of humility. He um, Peter uses a proverb that that touches on the two postures of the Christian. The proverb is that God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. So we we tried to talk about that in general in general yesterday, and then we looked to how that that proverb, um, uh, grace to the humble, mm-hmm. uh, affects the way we have a posture toward each other yeah. in the congregation. Clothe ourselves with humility. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the way that we live before God, which is under his mighty hand, yeah. uh, coming under, um, submitting to, humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Yeah. And then he closes that little section, small section, with an example mm-hmm. of, of how we come under the hand of God, and that is we cast our anxieties upon him because he cares for us. Yeah. So really, it was a message about humility, but more than that, it was about God's grace to the humble, yeah. that being the context of our humility. Yeah. Well, one of the things I wanted to talk about, it, it was in reference to submitting to underneath the mighty hand of God. Yeah. And you kind of went there for a little bit and talking about maybe some of the challenges that we have mm-hmm. in, in hearing that statement under the mighty hand of God. Uh-huh. So the question I want to kind of throw out to you is, why do you think it's hard for people, Christians, that are trying to grow uh, in their knowledge of God and become more like Jesus— why do you think it's hard for us sometimes to submit humbly underneath the mighty hand of God? Like, kind mm-hmm. of go there. You may want to, you know, relate that to the sermon on Sunday and kind of what you said. But yeah, you know, what, what, when you were studying that, you know, what was coming to your mind as you thought about 
submitting underneath the the humble hand. Two two things. It's a good. I appreciate you asking that question <clears throat> because it makes me think even now. Hmm. What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And I, I I recall thinking two things. One, the nation of Israel okay. being delivered from Egypt, mm-hmm. slavery in Egypt, and number two. I kept thinking about our current situation. Okay. With Christians, with, with people in general, just rejecting uh, authority, mm-hmm. God's authority. Yeah. And the authority of truth and of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And I even thought about our current situation in terms of Christians who are. Um, once believed certain things and and are now walking away from those beliefs which i see as coming out from under mm-hmm. the hand of god right and saying well no more you know uh, the culture has changed that we need to change our message to fit the culture and so the 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 biblical truth that has been a part of mm-hmm. evangelical christian heritage and history no longer applies to the cultural moment, mm-hmm. and so we've got to we've got to reshape and refashion, right. mm-hmm. and and so those th- 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 that's what I was thinking. Okay, um, and I think the reason <clears throat> I think the, in your question yeah. is why is it hard? Yeah, to to uh, come under the mighty hand of God. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> I think it's because people don't understand. We don't understand. I say people. We. Mm-hmm. Because of our natural bent and indwelling sin in us and pride that resides with us, within us, we don't understand that the mighty hand of God is actually a good thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, we tend to think that we need our immediate needs met. We need immediate solutions to problems. Mm-hmm. We need immediate answers to an unbelieving culture. and And so... We look at what God would say, and we say, well, the, the timing is not right. Mm-hmm. I don't think the wisdom is right. And the answer is not sufficient to make everybody like the Christian community. Mm-hmm. So we come out from underneath the hand of God and take matters into our own hands. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's why it's hard, I think, yeah. I think pride. So let's yeah. go back to um, Adam and Eve in the garden. Uh, the the number one temptation was to question God. Yeah, Satan is a slanderer and an accuser, and he first accused God, mm-hmm. so that they doubted his authority. Mm-hmm. That is coming underneath, c- coming out from underneath the hand of God. It wasn't going to be the immediate solution to what they were tempted to want in that moment. Yeah, and so they sinned against God by eating the 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 thing that God forbade forbade them to eat. Mm-hmm. It came out from underneath his hand. Yeah. Pride. Yeah. Doubt. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's take the nation of Israel. That was, I kept thinking about that. Here they are standing uh, with their backs to Pharaoh and their faces toward the sea. And they've got nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And the only hope is the mighty hand of God to mm-hmm. deliver them. What must they do? Mm-hmm. They must submit. Yeah. They must come under the mighty hand of God. Right. If they turned sideways and ran along the coast of the sea to try to outrun the Egyptians, they would have been killed. Mm-hmm. They had one place to go, through the sea, mm-hmm. as the mighty hand of God parted it. Mm-hmm. So there they are, and, and they were protected, and they yeah. were provided for by remaining under the mighty hand of God and going forward as the Lord told 
Moses to tell them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here we are in our cultural moment, and we have to stay under the mighty hand of God, His, His provision, His protection, His truth, His authority, His sovereignty, and believe with all of our hearts it's good. Yeah. Challenging, yes. Mm-hmm. Stressful, yes. Mm-hmm. Filled with tension, yes. Mm-hmm. We may actually be persecuted for it, yes. Mm-hmm. But we have to remain under his good, wise refuge. Yeah. And if we don't, then we will be exposed yeah. to the wiles of the devil, um, the onslaught and persecution of, of the world, mm-hmm. uh, our own flesh and doubts. Yeah. Man, I'm preaching a sermon. I didn't, you didn't, yeah, probably no. didn't want me to go this long. but No, and I, one of the things, you just mentioned it, but I, kind of a follow-up question and that's helpful, is I think if you look at all those examples that you just gave, whether it's the current situation we're in today, or Adam and Eve, or uh, the Israelites in the Old Testament, is that it seems like people are in these moments of tension. Mm -hmm. And there's that immediate tension, and they're like, I don't like the tension, Mm -hmm. so how do I fix this right now? Mm -hmm. And for sometimes, there's an immediate relief by maybe... I don't want to say immediate relief, but it feels like there could be an immediate relief by getting out underneath the hand of God and trying to take matters in your own hand. Yeah. Now, long term, it's not. There's going to be a lot more heartache. Right. But it's like, how how do you help people? How do we? Because sometimes to continue under the mighty hand of God means you have to stay in the tension. Yeah. So it's like it's almost feels like. I should get away by getting under the mighty hand of God. I should get away from the tension, but it may actually remain. Yes. So, how would you encourage us as the church to remain under the mighty hand of God, even when there we know there's going to be tension? Well, we have to we have to pray. Mm-hmm. We have to have God's truth in our minds. Yeah. Justin, I think we're always looking for something novel, hmm. some new way. Mm-hmm. When the old ways are what the Christians have always had. Yeah. You, you, you receive what God has given mm-hmm. in His Word, in His promises, in His instructions, in His care, in the gospel. You receive it. Mm-hmm. And you, you take it to prayer. You let it form your prayers. Uh, by the filling of the Holy Spirit and guided by the truth, you, you resolve to be faithful. And you walk forward. Mm-hmm. And you trust God to do what He's going to do. Yeah. You know, this is this is necessary for salvation. One must humble himself or herself under the mighty hand of God to be saved because because God says that human beings are sinners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you and I have listened to Martin Lloyd Jones make this statement. Yeah. Uh, when he everybody can check this out on YouTube if you want to yeah. just type in Martin Lloyd Jones and you're sure to find this little clip where he's being interviewed. Yeah about, you know, modern man and the modern message and, and, and you know, can't, shouldn't the message be shaped to meet the needs of modern man and that sort of thing. And he just looks straight at the interviewer and says, man is a rebel. Mm-hmm. And, and that, we, we chafe under that, yeah. under that message. But if we will submit to it, then and humbly, as James, yeah. I mean, as Peter says, then we will receive from the Lord grace. Right. God gives grace to the humble. We will receive from the Lord grace, the grace of repentance, the grace of faith, the grace of forgiveness, the grace of reconciliation to God. But we have to we have to submit under the message. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is part of submitting under the mighty hand yep. of God. Um, I forgot what the question was, yeah. but yeah, that, 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 that's, that's what we must do. We must receive, oh, yeah, what can Christians do? We must receive the message yeah. of God that, mm-hmm. that life is about repenting and believing and trusting and entrusting in the Lordship of Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, you know, as I, I was thinking about this idea of tension and maybe just the reality of acknowledging that being a Christian in this world means there's going to be tension. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus said there's going to be hardship. Mm-hmm. So I, can't, I think maybe even just acknowledging that's the reality may yeah. help yeah. instead of expecting it to always <clears throat> be the tension to be gone. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I mean, to live a faithful life in this world means there's going to be tension. So let's connect that with what he what he says yeah. in, in verse 8 of yeah. 1 Peter 5. Um, he says, yeah. cast your anxieties upon the Lord because he cares for you. Okay. The, on first reading, the, this is kind of interesting. What's the connection here? Yeah. You, you know, humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God, casting your anxieties upon the Lord. And because we think humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God is this bad thing. It's this, mm-hmm. oh, I've got to, I'm, I'm, I'm now, you know, I'm being subdued by a master and, you know, there's oppression to it. Not at all. It, again, we've talked about submitting mm-hmm. to the, under the mighty hand of God, humbling ourselves is taking a refuge in him and it's trusting in, in him. It's being provided for by him. He says, cast your anxieties upon him. Well, yeah. you can take the things that make you anxious into your own hands Yeah. by your own wisdom Mm-hmm. And your own power and what you think in the moment will relieve you from anxiety. And you will probably go down the wrong road. You mm-hmm. will mess up a relationship. You will say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. Uh, you, you know, you will, we will use the wrong thing to relieve anxiety, which gets us in all kinds of trouble morally, sexually, uh, yeah. substance abuse, on and on. Anger, exp- on and on. These things that, that, are, that are dealing with our anxieties the wrong way. If we will cast them upon the Lord mm-hmm. and trust them and entrust and therefore remain faithful to him in those things, then that's a way of coming under his mighty hand with yeah. our anxieties. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, a, it's, yeah, it's the Christian posture yeah. is the way we put it on Sunday. Humility that, yeah. that, that we put on like clothes and turn toward one another, that's a posture. Mm-hmm. And then it's a, it's a submission a humbling under God's hand, casting our anxieties, mm-hmm. remaining faithful to Him, doing what He says to do, what, regardless of what goes on around us, that's a posture mm-hmm. that we take of humility. Yeah, I like that. I, I think even just looking at the whole letter of First Peter, you know, here you have these Christians living in a time where they're going to be a sojourner and a stranger, and it's going to feel tension-filled living in the world, mm-hmm. and here they are submitting, humble yourselves under His mighty hand, which may create some tension of being a believer, mm-hmm. but then he follows it up with, well, take those tensions that create maybe anxieties and cast them on me. Like, yeah. I'm I'm your refuge. Yeah. Stay here. Yeah, there may be tension, but cast it on me because yeah. I care for you. That's right. And that's that's helpful. And there's another connection coming up this Sunday because mm-hmm. he turns uh, in, in verse 8, uh, I believe verse 7, or, yeah, in verse 8, he, he turns toward the fact that we have to be sober-minded mm-hmm. because we have a real adversary. Yeah. So now here we are. Here, once he says, cast your anxieties upon the Lord. Now now he is saying, uh, resist the the spiritual enemy that we have. Yeah. The Lord's way. Right. In, in the Lord's strength, under mm-hmm. the Lord's hand. Yeah. Um, 
because that is a suffering that is experienced by our brotherhood around the world. Mm-hmm. It's a reality, and so we must remain true. Think all the ways that we can um, try to relieve our anxieties that are not faithful to Christ. We can say the same thing. All the ways that we can handle temptation that comes our way and the onslaught from the enemy that are not mm-hmm. uh, coming under the authority of Christ. We've got to be careful. We, we've got to submit to the Lord under yeah. His mighty hand. Yeah. Well, great sermon on Sunday. And before we leave, we've got a couple of minutes. And I'd love to ask you a question. We're kind of crazy to think, getting closer to the middle of the summer. We're kind of getting yeah. into the June. But let's talk a little bit about like what, what's coming. Because mm-hmm. I know summer is a different rhythm in most churches. And so for those that are listening, you know, what what's coming in the next month. My way of so. sermons? Yeah, sermons or in the life of the church yeah, okay. for people to kind of keep their eyes and ears open because it's new. Yeah, well, yeah. it's in the life of the church, so people need to be in prayer because we we have a high school group going this week uh, overseas mm-hmm. on a, on a uh, cross-cultural mission experience. So they're going to be gone nine days starting mm-hmm. Wednesday, so we're going to be praying for them. We have uh, two other camps coming up, yeah. a, 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 a youth group camp, um, and then a kids camp, yeah. and those will be in the month of July. Mm-hmm. You're going to be leading a, a Wednesday night prayer meeting with some study on prayer. Right, that's correct. Uh, and uh, what, what are we calling this? Uh, teach us to pray. There We're we going to take yeah. the Lord's Prayer a little bit and kind of have some instruction, but then pray together. It'll be a good time to connect with one another through prayer. Yeah, so you're going to do that, and I really would encourage people to come on Wednesday nights in the in month of July, July. Yep. for that. Um, then I'm going to be it's kind of transitioning into preaching uh, in, in my schedule. I'm going to be um, in the month of July taking two weeks where I'm going to be doing prayer and study. Mm-hmm. And then one week I travel um, out of the country to help be a part of a pastor's and wives retreat in, uh, in Eastern Europe. <clears throat> and then, um, then back uh, yep. at the end of July, I take a, a brief vacation then. Um, so, all that to say is there are four Sundays in July that mm-hmm. I'm not going to preach. Mm-hmm. I will, but what we'll do, so preaching, we will end First Peter this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then we will go straight into Second Peter Great. on okay. the first Sunday of July that I will introduce. And then, because there are five Sundays in July this year, uh, the next four Sundays of July, others will be preaching, and we're going to preach through the book of Second Peter. Mm-hmm. And that will get us through the end of July. Yeah. Good. And this Sunday, we're going to take, uh, there's going to be no adult discipleship studies going on in the building. That's right. We're going to meet in the chapel and we're going to spend some time talking about why it's important to serve in the church. And how. Uh, And how. And I think it's fun to talk through that because I think a lot of times uh, you can easily walk into Grace and look around and go, man, they don't need me. And Mm -hmm. they got everything covered. And and also, I think it's it's we forget that sometimes you can really connect through serving. Like yeah. it's a great way to connect with others, and so it'll be fun. It'll be the why and the how, and so we'll take yeah. time on. Sunday. I appreciate you doing that because we're going to move into the fall, right? And you know, we have a growing congregation, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of new people, and we want everybody to be served in a way that's helpful when they come, and we yeah. want people to have the opportunity to serve. Right. That's right. So you're going to lead in that as well. Yeah. That's great. This coming Sunday at 9. Yeah. It'll be great. So we got a lot coming up. And I think you hear all those details. And I I hear Scott patting in my back of my head saying, there's a lot of details, but make sure this is all just entrusting all of this to the Lord. I mean, this is a time for us as a congregation to pray for our children, Mm -hmm. our youth, our adults, 
everything happening here at the building. There's a lot good yeah. things happening, and yeah. and uh, summer is an opportunity to kind of get you kind of get checked out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also an opportunity to really press into the church. So. Yeah. Good. Good. We'll look forward to Sunday finishing up First Peter. All right. Thanks. Uh-huh.